Hello, church family. This is our part two study as we go through Exodus chapter 13 today. <clears throat> if you remember, on Monday we talked about um, how do we know for a fact that our God is undisputed, that He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. And this is important in our time, I think, to study and look over because we understand that there's so many conflicting worldviews that are, are really shaping and molding the church in a, potentially in a negative way if we don't find our joy and identity in Christ. Um, so when we understand the important natures of, of who God is and why He is the way He is, it, it allows us to, to trust Him more. And one reason, uh, well, how do we know that, uh, we, that God is undisputed? And uh, today we're just going to talk about that it's because we belong to Him, that you and I, we belong to God. Uh, we see this in the first 16 verses of, of Exodus 13. Remember Exodus 13, this is the, like the interlude before uh, the crossing of the Red Sea, and God wanted to uh, let, give some final instructions on what they need to do before they get out there, before they cross the Red Sea, and even commands on what uh, they need to do once they get on the other side, um, that there will be a unique, distinct people. We see this in verse 1 and 2. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Sanctify to me every firstborn, the first offspring of every womb among the sons of Israel, both man and beast. It belongs to me. Now we know all of Israel belongs to God. And not only the people that are like nationally and ethnically Jews, but every single one that has placed their faith in Yahweh belongs to him. Um, we see that this is, I mean, even when we were going over the Passover passage last week, um, all the aliens and foreigners that, that end up being with the people of God, they belong to him as well. So there's a sense in which God has a unique ownership of the people there. Uh, verse 3, Moses says to people, remember this day in which you uh, went out from Egypt, from the house of slavery, for by a powerful hand the Lord brought you out of this place, and nothing leavened shall be eaten. And this is again a reminder of the fact that what we were uh, or what they were, where they were enslaved to Egypt's uh, tyranny, and then they're now brought out, and they have to now worship, and actually in a lot of ways be enslaved to Yahweh. Uh, sometimes we forget that when God is drawing his people out of Egypt, he's not drawing them out to just be nomads, though they're perceived that way. They're, they're supposed to not be people of you know, under Pharaoh's rule and Pharaoh's slaves, but they're supposed to be Yahweh, under Yahweh's rule and be Yahweh's slaves. So there's, they're taken out for this unique purpose and that they're set apart uniquely for the Lord. All of us uh, as believers, we understand that we belong to him. And we understand that, you know, we do understand intellectually, but it should actually have an impact on our daily lives. Because in our time, uh, especially with the pressure from the world, there's a tendency to find our worth or our identity in things like titles and prestige and you know, likes on social media or um, recognition or whatever, just like peace or things from the world. But all of those things will be harder and harder to obtain when the world is growing in hostility towards Christianity. And it's because of that that we must find our chief identity in Christ. Jumping down to verse 9 to 10, uh, again, um, God tells Moses, tell people this, as it shall. Uh, why, they will ask, like, why are they doing all this? And then this will be like a reminder for a sign. And it shall serve as a sign to you on your hand and a reminder on your forehead that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth. For with the powerful hand, the Lord brought you out of Egypt. Therefore, you shall keep this ordinance at its appointed time from year to year. 
So there's a discipleship aspect that like the whole family, you know, everyone in that family belongs to the Lord. I mean, I mean, every, technically everyone belongs to the Lord because God created everyone. But again, there's a unique relationship that God has with his people. And if you are a parent and you have kids or your grandparent, you have grandkids, you have to see that all your whole family is unique. It belongs to the Lord. There is a tendency to us to think that as a parent uh, to young kids or whatever, uh, yeah, to young kids in particular, I guess, um, that we think that these kids are ours, that we can do what we want with them. We want them to be what we want them to be as opposed to what the Lord wants them to be. We have to understand that's not the case. You know, all of our all of our life and our being belongs to the Lord, and even our own kids, they belong to the Lord. Um, so, so all we have to do is constantly teach them and remind them of the goodness of our God. And we have to teach that to ourselves. This is a discipleship in the home kind of thing. We just keep teaching the future generation to devote their lives to the Lord. In fact, that's actually one way in which you can do evangelism in a time where we can't really do as many outdoor type evangelism as we can before. Sometimes the only people you're going to be ministering to uh, faithfully and regularly are the ones in your family. So understand that you as a Christian are being uniquely drawn out or, or chosen by God to do a specific task and, and you can to represent him in a very unique environment. First Peter 2, chapter, nine and, uh, chapter 2, verse 9 and 10 tells us that we are a people that's uniquely chosen by God. We're, we're a kingdom of priests, is the word language that is used. And it's important that we understand that, that we, are, that we represent God uh, to man um, and that we are representatives uh, in telling and t uh, proclaiming truth to other people. And if you don't find your identity in the Lord, you won't be able to do that. Um, and if you fail, if you don't understand that, then yeah, God's not going to matter to you. But if you know that you belong to him, this is what Jesus talks about when he's praying during his high priestly prayer that the, that the Lord will sustain us because we belong to him. And we know even the New Testament tells us that no one can snatch us away from his hand. Uh, so we have this unique relationship with the Lord. But what are the benefits of it? What's the benefits of being with him? Well, here's a few that I'm just going to list out. Uh, one is that there's salvation, that there's assurance. Colossians 1, chapter, chapter 1, verse 13 and 14 tells us that we're removed from the domain of darkness and, and brought into the dominion of light. Um, we have absolute assurance. This is a huge topic on assurance. There's a lot of verses about that. The Lord will keep us in, until the very end. And that's one thing that we'll have. One of the blessings of knowing that we, have that we belong to the God of the Bible is assurance. Other religions do not have that assurance. Other religions are people that um, is workspace. So there's always going to be this tension between whether or not they've done enough or how much they need to do more. Um, and they don't know. They don't, there's no absolute assurance in their salvation. But we as Christians understand that the moment we become believers, that we belong to him. And he'll, he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And we are his for eternity. So that's one benefit of knowing that we belong to him. Second benefit of belonging to him is that we have purpose. We have meaning in life. You know, if, you, if you've been following my Ecclesiastes series on Sunday mornings, part of the joys of knowing that we belong to him is that everything makes sense with him. I, I've, I all, so far when I preach, I, I preach on the negative by saying things like nothing makes sense without God. But the opposite is also true that everything makes sense when you um, when God is the center of everything. Your work makes sense. Your life makes sense. Your pleasure makes sense. Your materialism. Everything makes sense if you understand that God is the center of all things. Um, third, good deeds. If you, uh, that you serve others. Ephesians 2 
verse 8 to 10 tells that we were saved by faith through grace, not by our own works so that we will not boast. But right after that, we're instructed to, that we are um, chosen by God to do good works. That's a purpose. Um, I think some people think that, well, uh, I, I could, a non-believer could do good works. But yet, and that's true, non-believers can on the surface do good works, but they don't understand what their good works are for, what's the intention behind it, and what's the purpose of it. Because eventually people will get tired of it, or they have to just constantly reinvent a motive, or find something else, like a greater purpose, otherwise they'll, they'll just get burnt out, because it, it's vain, it makes no sense why they want to keep doing good works, why they keep denying themselves and care for other people. But as Christians, we understand that we are His workmen created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand so that would walk in them. A part of the blessings of knowing, of, of, of knowing that we belong to God is that everything that we do, we understand is we're just an instrument of God, that we do things to point back to Him, which goes back to the, you know, the assurance and even the meaning of life. Um, all that we do is for Him and for His glory. Another one, of the, another benefit of knowing that we belong to Him is that we have the ability to fight sin. Romans six six tells us that we're no longer enslaved to our old selves, uh, and that's important because if the Holy Spirit's inside of you, that means you have assurance that you belong to Him. But at the same time, that also means that you have the ability to say no to sin. Romans six six, knowing this that our old self was crucified with Him, in order that our body of sin might be done away with, so that we wouldn't no longer be enslaved to sin. For he who has died is is in, is freed from sin. Um, when I used to preach at the, uh, the alcoholic place back in seminary and college, you know, one of their steps is that you need to confess to a higher being, and all the higher beings are different. Um, and then sometimes I wonder when they slip back into their you know, drugs and alcohol, do they blame the higher being, or do they blame themselves, or you know, they, they, they're still enslaved to their sin. But as a Christian, when you have a new desire, when you have a new heart, you have new desires, which means that your actions are going to be different. This doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect, but it does mean that the Lord gives you the grace to be able to overcome the things of the world. So that's one benefits of knowing that we belong to Him, that if we belong to Him truly, that we can say no to things that offend Him. Uh, next uh, benefits of belonging to Him is that we have peace. Philippians 4, 7 says this, and The peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Knowing that uh, everything, that the Lord is in absolute control over all things, will give us peace. A non-believer cannot have peace. A uh, non-believer can say peace. They may even sear their own conscience, but they know for a fact because the Bible says so that they know that the laws are written in their heart. They know that God exists, and they can never find peace. They're always going to find ways to dilute their their cognitive ability to discern uh, God. God, like they, they're just constantly seeing their conscience that they want to um, deny the fact that God is indeed the only one that can give peace. But you cannot find peace in this world without the Lord. Um, you can't find peace in terms of just, you know, just daily uh, circumstances, difficult things that you can't. You're always going to be worrying because you don't know who you're living for, what you're living for. But knowing that our God is sovereign, He watches over us. He knows what's best for us. It gives the believer a unique kind of peace. Because again, we belong to Him. He is our heavenly Father. And the last one before I close is that we knowing. Uh, the, the benefits of belonging to him is that we actually could pray to him. I don't know if you've ever thought of it that way, that we can actually go to him at any time. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 29 reads this. 
the, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears a prayer of the righteous. Again, if you belong to him, you're righteous. You're his, chil- you're his child. And that's a blessing that we have that he cares about what, um, he cares about the needs of his own children. That's why we're always encouraged to pray and pray without ceasing. And Jesus taught disciples how to pray and ask for daily bread. And, you know, we're always called to pray to him. And he listens to every single one. He even knows our prayer before we even ask. And, that's a, and what a joy it is. What a great thing to know that our God knowing that we belong to him, hears our prayers. He knows our cries. In Psalm 56, it tells us that our, our, even our pains, our tears are, are in his bottle. You know, he keeps he keeps, he keeps records of all of our pain and sorrows. And this shows us that our God loves us. Uh, we belong to him because he loves us, and, he, and we could, he hears our prayers because he loves us. He is love, and we belong to God that is lovely, and therefore we need to continue to go strive to, to remember that we belong to him and love him more because of it. It's not because of our own deeds, but because he loved us before the foundation of the world. That he chose us, that he uniquely separated us apart, because we, not, not because we're worthy, <laughs> but because out of the grace and kindness of his own love, that we belong to him. And I hope that you remember that, that you cherish that reality, that um, in life you, you might be tempted to find your identity in other things or meaning in other things. But the greatest and the only, really the only purpose and joy that you can find in this life is knowing that you can have a right relationship with him. And if you have that right relationship and then you, and you understand you belong to him and that should impact your life in every single way. I hope that this is helpful to you. Uh, one lesson, one other benefit of belonging to him uh, we're gonna see on Friday is that he will protect us that we will be protected uh, by the Lord. And we'll see that on Friday. Take care and have a good week.